Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen and Her Jammies with me, Marvin Schneider, and the world-renowned Jen Ward. Hi, Marvin. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. And Gunter, he's got his muscle shirt on. <laughs> he made me change it before he, we did the um, podcast. He wanted this shirt on. He's feeling out. He's, he's the dude. I think he's um, mirroring what I'm doing. Um, so we're coming into our spring, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to plant and plan out the veggie patch that we're going to be putting down. It's so awesome. So, you know what's a great thing about the veggie patch right now? What? Is that I'm over here and I don't have to work in it yet. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> well, the yeah. thing. Yeah, so we're currently in the heavy lifting stage, so tilling the soil and weeding and getting the beds down because it was a little bit, there is a an established veggie patch there, but it was all overrun, so it basically needs to be completely, completely gutted, and then get all the infrastructure put in place, and then we need to work out uh, what varieties we're going to plant, where, and how many of them, and whatever. But it's not um, just <laughs> I was saying off camera. It's not completely obvious because the the orientation of this place in relation to surrounding buildings and trees and various other things means that a lot of the backyard is in shade for a lot of the time. So I actually need to work out um, whether, in fact, we're going to get enough direct sunlight to make it a viable proposition. Otherwise, we're quite limited in what we can grow. Can I just tell them how adorable you are with this veggie patch? Because people, <laughs> he has... He is so organized. He has schematics. He has blueprints. It's one little swatch of like 10 by 20, right? And it's like he's got um, walkways. He's got the trees. He's got where the sun comes in. He's got where north is. He's got where the house is. He's got with. Ooh, you didn't put him where the water water pump is. The water oh, okay. spigot. All right. Spank yeah. Me. Oh. <laughs> mm. Spank me. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Did you tell them about the poetry book that you made me put in chapter, one chapter? <laughs> yes. Um, we've got a chapter on erotica in but the poetry book. I, I, don't, I didn't think they were that bad, and now reading them back, they are pretty spicy, and I can't believe that... See, I have no self-awareness because I couldn't believe they were so spicy. And I read them to you months ago. You, I know. You weren't even all in and you're like there and you're listening to these things. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, they're pretty saucy. Okay, Maybe. stop. Stop. He wants me to draw some pictures to go with them. I'm trying to... I'm trying to appease him, but it's like, it's really embarrassing and stuff. But I think what we're doing is we're doing energy work to like give a female energy permission to like, because a lot, um, I have a girlfriend who does Brazilian waxes, and she says yep. a lot of women need reassurance that they look okay down there. Yeah. That's normal. And it's like, yeah. it shouldn't, there shouldn't be so much shame in there. It should be just no. natural as pooping. Or, well, thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing. <laughs> I didn't share poop. I just. It's just it's, All right. <laughs> oh, can I tell you something? Sure. Why I went not? to the mail and um, I went to the mail and I got all these gifts today, and I got 
Um, these from Rebecca from Australia. And look, can you see what oh, they wow. have? Um, no, it's a bit hard. They have little um, koala bears on them. Oh, sweet. So I can feel like an Aussie. <laughs> and um, that was really cool because I, I was like, oh, do you, he doesn't like that on right now. Where, well, we can like, we can just see his eyes. He's he's, he's bear vaccinated, anyways. He's got his bear vaccines, and um. Double dose. Yeah, of course, and he'll get his booster when he needs to. So this is a yep. little book, Polly and the Acorn. <laughs> I want to read it on one of the Jen in the Jammies. It's from Lindsay, our friend Lindsay. Oh wow! He draws yeah. all the cute pictures, and we got a wedding card. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't that cute? It's to, to Jen and Marvin. Wishing Jesus. you a wonderful beginning and love to last a lifetime. Hey, I'm not just, you're not in it for just love one lifetime. You're not out of it. You know that, right? <laughs> well, apparently this has been an ongoing thing for many, many lifetimes. I know, but you just, you can't dodge it at the end of this lifetime. I can. By the way, can, did, can we shout out just the first name, if there hey. is a name on the card. My friend Kay Van Hort. I, I don't know how to say just your name. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Wow, this... And so all of those came today, all in synchronicity. Well, to my credit, I didn't check the mail in like three weeks. So... Really? I never check my mail. Nobody ever sends me anything. It's not all the... That's, a, that's so funny because I actually have to force myself to check the mail as well. Oh. But the interesting thing is... By and large, um, everything to me comes via email and internet and right. online and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, the only thing that ever comes to me via mail is bills, and 90% of the bills come online yeah. via email anyway. So, you know, it can be weeks and weeks without anything ever hitting the mailbox, mm -hmm. which is actually quite handy because um, the owner of this place um, did a pretty dodgy job on on securing the mailbox, so it's a little bit, sort of, it's a little bit loose and dodgy. So one, one of these days, someone's going to just, you know, up and off with the mailbox. It's so funny because it's it's easier to pull out of the ground. It's just it's not secure. Well, that's so funny. I have that same issue here, and then Isn't that you really have weird? the barking dogs on the side, and I have the barking dogs, yeah. and just silly mm. little things like that. But. Well, we've only got one or two barking dogs. I we've got know. Peggy. Peggy. Peggy next. I know. Peggy next door, and Peggy is um, conversing with uh, dogs <laughs> in the neighbourhood. So they're just having a wonderful conversation. You know, well, they're minding their own business. Well, they're not actually. When I get there, I can tell you what they're all saying. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. So um, we've got quite a, a number of things that we can talk about today. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit multifaceted. But um, so in the intro, when I introduced you as the world-renowned Jen Ward. Um, the reason that I did that is because um, that's the title of an interview that uh, you were featured on by Kevin Moore. Mm -hmm. um, Kevin Moore has a Kevin Moore show, so if you've never seen the Kevin Moore show, go uh -huh. watch it. It's a, it's a great resource. He is um, good. He's just, he's so even and he's so non-judgmental and he's just so, he makes yeah, it look, interesting. Absolutely, and he interviews various people that have, you know, skills and you know, in the alternative healing space and whatever. And um, 
basically I think he's a seeker I think he's a true seeker so he's genuinely interested and that what's that's what makes him a great um, interview host and of course you're being interviewed uh, on a number of various channels and so yep. on so but the interesting thing is um, and to provide a little bit of context um, as you are becoming more renowned right so let's let's put it this way up until now, you've had a fairly small but fairly dedicated following yeah. of you know people that sort of get you and you know they get the work that you do and they appreciate the work and um, you know the service to humanity and whatever. So so now now that you're being interviewed on these other channels and forums, we're starting to get um, a wider audience. And the interesting thing is that uh, on the recent Kevin Moore interview. There are a number of comments uh, that were left by various people that were a little bit sort of off taste. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we might talk about some of those. And um, one of them in particular was particularly uh, not cool. And <laughs> basically, um, effectively, it was a form of fat shaming. Yeah, and so it was basically the comment was, you know, um, this chick's a bit dodgy because, you know, how can she heal other people and, you know, with eating disorders when you yourself can't, you know, um, get your own weight under control. And it was kind of like and when I... He said another, another overweight healer and stuff. And he goes, why can't they just heal themselves? It's a vibration and all this, like he knew what he was talking about. All right, so we're not going to um, engage in Bing Bang. No, so no, no, we're just no. just laying it out. Okay, so but it, but it does provide context for this Jen and the Jamies episode. Well, when I when I say like he knows what he's talking about, he I mean it's taken me a long long time to be grateful for this poor body. You know what this freaking body has been through to just like yeah. I mean. Like, I've been trying to take out in so many ways, and the, the way I initially gained all this weight is being beat up by a family member. That's when I gained right. tons of weight, changed my whole endocrine system and stuff. So when I say he doesn't know what he's talking about, he doesn't know me. And anyone yep. who shames someone doesn't know what they've been through or how hard it is for them. So that it, that's not yep. mean. It's true. Yeah, so, and we're going to talk about those kinds of things. Um, so, um, I think one angle, so an observation that I have is um, on social media, the internet and, you know, various, you know, Facebook and YouTube and whatever, it is quite easy to leave comments that uh, can either be misinterpreted in the way that they were written um, because there's no face-to-face -face interaction, or they're just downright mean and nasty. And so there's a lot of trolling that goes on on social media, and, and you know, I'm aware of it, I think you're aware of it. But, um, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's a really interesting reflection of where people are in their consciousness and vibration when they feel the need to leave an off-handed comment. And, so that's just an observation. And one thing is that as you become more well-known and more renowned and you know, um, people get more exposed to you, um, I think it will attract its share of you know, um, doubters and negative comments. 
but it's worth just reflecting on you know the psychology of that and one aspect is that they actually don't know you and so can you just pick it up from there because everyone has a story well and and you you have a particular story right and and those that are familiar with you are familiar with your story but i'm guessing that this person i'm, I'm going to guess it's a guy um, right yeah this person um probably didn't even bother listening to the interview mm -hmm. right and to really understand you know what you've had to go through to get here in the service that you do to humanity so do you want to pick up pick up the conversation well, it's there? just i mean i've had that i've had it's not like he's telling me anything i haven't known i've had people tell me like i've had like uh, chances to do a reality show and then they saw the weight and they thought you know now let's pass on that and everything and it's like um I, I do know that, so what am I supposed to do? No. And the adults really have worked with me. If I didn't share what I did because I'm not I'm not comfortable, I when I see myself, I see a gargoyle, you know. And so should I not share what I do because um, and wait until I can, like, starve myself and get down to that weight when the weight is like a buffer for... for um, for me to actually be able to, because the energy is so intense, the buffer actually yeah. prevents me from um, from um, interacting more with people, which is actually a blessing and stuff. And for a lot of women yeah. who who have been raped and and trafficked and manipulated and abused, the the, yeah. the fact is actually a yeah. protection for them, a, a, a literal protection. So when I was younger, yeah. I, I read this article and it said about the future, which was like 2021, which is now, said in the future, mm -hmm. outfits of the future will be made of carbon because carbon has a repellent um, attribute to it. And so they thought that because it'd be so many people, they'd want to wear carbon to keep people away. Well, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. They just wear a little bit more buffer, a little bit more skin to do that and stuff. Yeah. So you, you wanted to talk about um, various uh, vantage points and understandings around eating yeah. disorders. Okay, so, and, and by the way, um, a lot of this is explained in the SFT lexicon and there's a lot of taps around, the e around eating disorders. Um, and so can you just provide a little bit of context uh, what might be going on okay. in sure. terms of the um, the um, intergenerational DNA or, or what do they call it? Yeah. Know, um, yeah. Ancestral. Um, Ancestral DNA. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so so I have research for this. Like we starved as children, right? Um, we were on... So you're talking about your family as yeah, you were so growing Yeah, so we literally up. started. Um, so we were yeah. on welfare. We got, my mother got food stamps twice a month, right? But she didn't know how to budget mm -hmm. them. So twice a month she would go to the grocery store and buy everything she wanted, like steaks and cakes and whatever. And so we would eat like mm -hmm. kings for like a day and a half. And then, <laughs> um, then my brother who was like a teenager could eat whatever you had to like compete to get some and you know and so 
in three or four days there was nothing left so we had to go hungry a week and a half waiting for that another thing so so I've been hungry a lot in my lifetime and um, and I was starved and tortured when I was away plus I've always been living hand to mouth when I was on my own so I've been yeah. researching this a lot so when I was starving on the property I would like I actually this is funny but I would actually envy people in concentration camps because I was doing the mm -hmm. work and, and being treated like in a concentration camp, but I was doing it alone. Yep. And so when I was yeah. alone, I tapped into a past lifetime where I was in a village and we were all starving to death. And then I realized that when people binge, you know how like when people are trying to teach people eat this, be really present in the body, uh, feel the food, yep. it's because they're trying to keep them in the present. Because what happens is yeah. they go into a past life where they were yeah. starving. And, and when you starve with a bunch of people, you don't want to just feed yourself. You want to feed everyone. So in energy, what you're doing is like feed, eating that food and trying to pass it off to everyone in the village, everyone in the family, everyone else who's starving. It's really kind of yeah. creepy how that happens, but that's what a binge is. And, and the body just disassociates from this lifetime in this body and just sends as much of the food as it it's like primal you can't help it yeah yes and um so but you do have taps that can help um yeah. dissipate those engrams well, I have the, yeah. and so i have the um, sft lexicon second edition from the website and then um we have mm -hmm. the do what you love diet which is a, all taps on disconnect in primal mode from eating and people yep. who crave sugar are actually craving love yep. and people who yep. crave fats are actually craving security so it's really yep. interesting know what you crave and, and then do tasks on what you need like that okay so do you want to address the elephant in the room hey, which is if, if you have this words. awareness <laughs> Hey. words when we're talking about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a common expression. I'm um, so let's let's address it. Um, so if you have the awareness around, you know, root cause primal issues that underpin eating disorders and binging and various other things, and you've written the taps about it, and you've written a number of books around it, or at least you know the issues conducted in a number of books, why is it that you've been uh, unable to uh, dissipate those past life engrams in yourself? Well, it's because I ask all the time. I mean, I've, I've been trying since, since I got beat up that day. I've been like searching and then I got starved nearly to death, came back and put the weight on like that. I could not stop eating. My brain was like devoid of fat, so I had yep. to eat. Um, a stick of butter every two days just to like replenish it. I know it was gross, but I know I miss those, I miss those <laughs> days. But anyways, so so actually to do the work that I'm doing now, I needed yep. to be invisible. I needed to, and I needed yep. to wait for you because I always knew, I always, well, I, I surmised that someone would come along, would see me for who I yep. was, and love me first, yep. and then I would be able to yeah. lose the weight because I wouldn't need to like yeah. 
because I'm such a pushover, I think I could fall in love with anybody who, who presented themselves to me, nothing personal. They... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that I'm special in some way, but thank you. But thank you. <laughs> thank I mean, you, you know, for clarifying. I, mean, I can fall in love with a bee or a rock or an onion, you know that. So it's like... But I'm really susceptible, and I love that you're so protective in energy, um, so that I can be free. And now, for the first time in my life, I feel safe enough to to lose the weight and to to. uh, But you came up with a point that I also know is like me having weight on me is actually a joke to mainstream. Okay, so um, so just before we touch mm-hmm. that one, because that's actually a good angle to put on this. Um, um, so you're saying that um, there might have been a purpose to your um, uh, carrying Absolutely. extra weight, and that is to keep you invisible. And um, it, it basically kept you um, focused on the task mm-hmm. at hand, which is saving all of humanity. And so I think what you're saying is if you weren't carrying the weight, you would have been more out in society and then you would have been less less focused and committed to uh, the energy you work know, that you're doing. You know how many short, you know, close calls when I was thin? How many close calls that I... I mean, I almost got, like, hooked up by someone who was um, was a maid person who wanted me to be a crack whore for him. And, um, and then, oh, right. I want to give people this technique. Any women who are finding themselves in a situation where men's going to take advantage of them in that way, this is why I got rid of him, because yep. he was really working me over. He, he was going to, like, put me on coke and slim me down and, 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 and send me out, because, you know, whatever. I had talent. Who knew? Anyways... <laughs> So anyways, he liked it because I was so funny because he, he, I didn't know what a scary dude he was. He was really, really scary. He was high up there. And people who were like um, dealers in my building were afraid of him, and I had no clue. And so he was really high one night, and he was like flirting with me in a bar, and he, he said this, he said this hand... This hand can make you so happy, honey. I go, yeah, it can, by waving goodbye. And so, <laughs> and so I just kept coming up with these one-liners, and he just loved being put off and everything. So anyway, so he was working me over because, you know, I was the whole deal. Anything, whatever. And um, I started talking about God. I got started talking about how much God has a purpose. Good one. I was I was serious. I'm talking about God to this yep. made man and stuff and tell them how I have a purpose and God has has this job for me. And I went to the bathroom, came back and he was down the stairs. It was perfect. So if anybody finds himself So that's the technique. Just no, talk, talk about, about God. How you have a <laughs> purpose because they're very they're very reverent and superstitious. Oh, okay. Talk about how you are blessed by God and protected by God, and anyone who tries to harm you will be cursed by God. And then that might save lives right there. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, now, so um, so having said mm-hmm. that, though, 
now that we we are connected and we're working and we have a plan and an agenda you're coming to mm -hmm. Wodonga we've got all sorts of things that we are working on doing you are now fully uh, full yeah, but on don't, committed don't um, go into my getting... business about that because I don't want to dissipate energy because all no, you need all okay, you need but, is that people, it... people say oh she's going to fail poor thing and stuff and that's a form of a curse and everything so that's that's my business I, I'm not okay. putting that up for discussion if you don't mind that's between you and me no. well, you... very Sorry. good okay so Sorry, and then baby. hey <laughs> because you think I have no boundaries but that's one because I'm really going to and the only reason I think I can do the weight right now because there's such a lack of self-esteem around everything but I love you so much and I'm so grateful that yeah. you found me and that you even talked yeah alright so, 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 so that's I think that's the comment that we want to make is that there is a positive side to I'm, the I'm story. glad that I'm glad that I didn't get all used up before you came along and um, yeah. so um, reasonable. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Look at him embarrassed. Good. And there was, there was another, no, not at all, there's another angle and that was um, a lot of people when, and by the way, I think the undercurrent of that comment was, oh, here's another, you know, you know, a healer that, you know, is, you know, overweight and whatever. And so the underlying tenant there is that those that have skills in healing other people, um, the expectation is that they themselves are perfect, which is, of course is a nonsense. So, but, but, so pick up on this angle. And by the way, um, when I first saw your interview way back about mm -hmm. a year and a bit ago, uh, one of the first things you said, which just really hit me, was, you know, um, you know, what a joke the universe is playing. You know, he, he and me having, you know, all of these skills. I'm such a, you know, I'm, I'm so imperfect. And so you, you're saying something like, you know, uh, you're not this sort of polished Zen guru, you know, that sits on a mountain top and, you know, in an ashram and whatever. You know, you're out there, yeah. you're doing so it. So that's, that's, I have these, these, uh, it's mostly guys that come and they're looking for the Zen master and stuff and they're looking for the, um, the, the thing and, um, and then they see me and they don't, yeah. they can't compute that truth could be and it's so frustrating exactly. they, they leave and they're like <laughs> how can she have truth i i even had um someone like like was a friend and he knows how much i do he's he's seen me at the workshop and and then he um yeah. he goes to me he goes i should teach you some some tai chi to um to like teach you how to be athletic and I go, oh, you mean like this and the pardon of the horse is made and I did a perfect Tai Chi thing for him so he was like, ooh. So people forget that I do know things, you know, and um, it's yeah. a joke on them because they're going in the wrong direction. They're looking for linear perfection. And by the way, can I just yeah. say something about all these pictures of goddess where she has to be lean with these breasts walking in the mist with long flowing hair and her unicorn at her side that's not real <laughs> oh isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but um and and 
And so it's the same thing with enlightenment. They're going in the wrong direction. They're looking for linear perfection, and there's the jokes on them because they're looking for goodness. Yep. And the, the minute you go towards goodness, you're going away from enlightenment because spirituality is sloppy. It's unique. It's individual. It's, it's, it's um, structured chaos, you know? I was, I was going to say, would you agree mm -hmm. that it's messy? Is that a term that um, not would messy resonate? and sloppy, but messy and 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 yeah? So mm -hmm. it's not perfectly ordered. So you, so structured chaos is actually a, a, it's, that's so actually you have better. these reality so, yeah. shows where they have these perfect bodies, these perfect you know physiques, these perfect. They think they're all that and everything, and then they have these um, mm -hmm. these have these things where the audience gets to vote and who they like the best. It's usually, the, it's always mm -hmm. actually the quirky person, the underdog, the one who's smart and you don't expect it from them. They're always more interesting. They're always more fascinated. And the pretty girl, like, is left behind. And it's really exciting to see that. So no disparagement hey, to pretty girls, I pretty but I think the girl. real point here is, I'm, that's my point, is that... Um, um, so it's more than. Uh, it's and you know what's really deep. annoying is because it's so easy to perceive an energy, and um, the mother I had was good at perceiving this. She goes, she's full of herself, and I didn't know what that means, but you can tell who, who, when someone's affected, like like they yeah. they're they're not comfortable in their skin. They're performing like they think they're that everyone's watching them because they're so cute or pretty or whatever. And so they overemphasize. They're mm -hmm. always trying to entertain and stuff with their and then when they lose their looks, mm -hmm. God forbid, then they become bitter because mm -hmm. they just they're not they're not true to themselves. They're not sparking that inner light. Yep. 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 Is there anything else you wanted to say on that aspect? There's a couple of other things that we can quickly touch on as we wind down because we are sort of getting... Well, um, yeah. it, but was there anything else that you wanted to say, particularly yeah. on the eating side? So there's something side? that bothers me. There's, there's, now they have commercials with, with overweight women like shaving and um, you know dancing in their underwear and bras, and I can't stand them. You know why I can't stand them? Mm -hmm. Because the women are Tell doing me. it in male energy. They're not, they don't really feel okay. comfortable in their skin. They're saying, F you, yeah. this is who I am, and they're angry. Yeah. And you can see that, and it's, it's kind yeah. of an energy, it's repulsive. And I wish they wouldn't do that, because it mm. gives people who have weight on them, I have friends who have weight on them, and they are so beautiful. Like, my friend who comes over, you know, um, she mm -hmm. does not a size three, and she to me is just. Mm -hmm. Well, who is? Well, babe? apparently, remember what you said when I was starved and in that picture. <laughs> Were you a size I was three a size at that four. stage? It was a bulky sweater, right. to be fair, and it wasn't like. But anyways. Yeah. So yeah, look, you know. So on that aspect, it's like, you know, just tone it down, be kind. You know, it's just so uncalled for. And, and you know, if you, if you don't have anything, you know, positive or encouraging to say, say nothing, particularly on social media, because it's just... Anyway, um, there are... You have know, been... 
Sorry. What's interesting ahead. is if they if they knew the person they were being mean to, they would be mortified. Yeah. Any one of them would be absolutely mortified absolutely. to know that they were hurting someone who who was actually helping yeah. people. If they actually knew what I I yeah. do for others and and they're like yeah. saying that stuff. But what's interesting is that um I found that on social media years ago when I first started like eight six, maybe even four years ago, people would attack me all the time. And it's just recently that they've yeah. become more more appreciative and and stuff. So I think all those people out there who are nasty are just starving to like yeah. to let down their sword and shield and just like be vulnerable, don't yeah. you? Hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what you're saying. So you're saying that, you know, years ago you had probably a lot more attacking right and then they built up now. a little credibility with um it was what you know what it was when right. other people would say things of respect and 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 it was like like um the average like more people liked me than didn't know about me so then when someone didn't know about me the people who liked me would go and say you don't yep. know what you're talking about and it it almost provided me yep. a buffer so I think the people who like us here yeah. and you, Marvin, are providing me a buffer so I don't have to be defensive and stuff, yeah. right? Yes, and one of the things that uh, we talk about quite a lot off 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 camera is um, just you know when these comments start coming in. Um, I think years ago, you know, they would have. You, you would have felt compelled to yeah, defend yourself, right? And <laughs> and so I think the the cool thing that I've observed in you these days is that you are way more confident and comfortable. And it's like, so when these you know when these comments come in, they just sort of chung, bounce off your energy field. But see, we can observe it, and we can. Say, oh, gee, you know, that was a bit offhanded, you know, why would you do that? Um, and it does provide an interesting Jen and Ajami's conversation, just, you know. And so from that perspective, you've got to be incredibly grateful yeah. that we can have yeah. this conversation um, in right. full air. And the air, thing is, you know? I'm fine. You know and I'm fine. I can kick anyone's ass in energy if I need to come and try to violate me. <laughs> and you, you're looking out for me and stuff. Yeah. But there's so many people out there who feel vulnerable and feel picked on. So what I want to do. do is like send all those people my love and visualize a bubble of protection yep. around yourself because that's what I'm doing for you. And anything that someone yep. says to you bounces off them. They can learn from it. And then, yep. then their bars can yep. go back to them for a little bit of learning, and then they can like learn yep. from it, and you can be protected from it. Yep. You guys don't have this expression in yep. in us. Do you? I'm the rubber, you're the glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Um, it's not something well, that would get repeated in the schoolyard here that often, it. but. You, you know, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt. So, but yeah, so I get the idea. So when 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 someone is attacking, particularly in energy, there's this prong, um, 
So, and, and, and that's fine because it just gives, in energy, it just gives them a little bit of a wake-up call and say, hey, that just, you know, that wasn't yeah, but, cool. but it's point. just like martial arts. They're getting their own attack or something back. So you just do it with yeah. your intentions, not by throwing it back at them, but just putting that, this, this, yeah. this reflective yeah. around you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's one other topic that I quickly wanted to mention. Again, this came up in comments. Uh, actually, there's two other topics that we could. And we... Terribly itching. Something's terrible. Someone's got my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, so two other things, and we're going to have to deal with these fairly quickly so that um, this episode doesn't drag on too long. All right. One is the um, uh, comments around uh, pricing and, yeah. and what you charge for private sessions, workshops, and um, even uh, someone made a comment about the baseball cap, this one, uh, and, you know, um, the... Uh, price that we've put on that. Okay, so there's a couple of comments that I want to make. One, in, in relation to the baseball cap, um, basically what we're doing is we're inviting people to support genuine healing uh, and so providing monetary support and basically the baseball cap is a gift in response to that and there's also a thing in energy. So there is, there is no attempt to try and sell a product for the price it's an opportunity for people to support genuine healing and as a you know gesture of gratitude you know please accept a uh, a gift so which is this cap that's what that's about and right so uh, who that the person that sort of said that is well, they, they just they didn't they understand do what's going tons on tons of like people message me all day you hear i got three or four things and i'm getting binged all the time yep. finding dogs this thing yep. now i'm purifying people vaccines for them, reassuring them. And so that's yep. all done. And it's like, and so they're, they're basically yep. saying they're thank you for that. If they want to say thank you, they can do that. Yeah, sure. So provide, mm -hmm. you know, show your support. Um, so the hat is just one way of, the baseball cap is just one way of showing support. We're not, we're not selling a product. It's a gift in respect of a support. So that's that bit. The other thing is the uh, the pricing of the the private sessions, and I know how much work you do, and how you know how difficult, and how you put yourself out there when you, when you, each individual person that has a private session with you is basically they're basically healing mm -hmm. lifetimes, and so how much is that worth? And so, so think about it like that. And then the other thing is there needs yeah. to be an appropriate exchange in yeah. energy. So, right? so someone just that bought a session today, but they said, oh my gosh, I'm in Canada, this is too much money. And I said, yes, I understand it's an investment in your own life. Yes, I understand that. But this, and this is true, this is the yep. minimum amount I can receive without being crippled yeah. from your session. Yeah. And I and I used to like I used to do yeah. sessions for free. I used to be, and I used to lay in bed crying, and yeah. nobody's there to help me, and I don't know who to yeah. go to. I have to like yeah. protect myself with that even exchange because it's all about yeah. moving energy. And a lot of people who um, yeah. don't come to me, they'll state I'm broke. Well, why would I? Why would yeah. I enable that by agreeing with them? Yeah. They're not broke. Yeah. Nothing about them is broke. 
No, that's right. And when I, when I first saw you and I booked the session, um, and of, of course I'm in Australia, right? So, you know, everything gets converted into Aussie dollars. My f um, um, basically, between it took me a couple of days mm -hmm. to book a session, right, between um, watching the interview and then um, booking the session. And in those days, in those couple of days, your price is doubled. You're never going to let right? me go there down. Uh, you saw how tired it. I was. You saw how burnt it was. <laughs> got it. But all right, so so my point is, is it's like, oh, okay, but then then I realised that it is an appropriate exchange in energy, and it was expensive for me. It's not as if I had, you know, you know, um, a ton of cash sitting around. You know, I had to basically, you know, uh, move things around. But I realised it was an investment. Um, well, in especially life. since you got the prize, um, baby, you got the prize. <laughs> I did get the prize. Um, all right, so that's kind of what I wanted to say on that topic. Um, and oh, there the was book. One I want to say about the topic. book. Just so people are saying that that's too expensive for the mm -hmm. books. And if, uh, if they only knew how many hours you put Please. into it, how many years I've put into it. I've been like, I don't, I haven't had a personal yeah. life since... I don't know. Well, I don't know if I've ever had a personal life. Yeah. But this is all I do. This is my life's work. This yeah. is everything. And they're like, and yeah. there's also an energetic connection to healing from this book. And you're healing too. You don't even yeah. realize what a dynamic healer you are yet. And they're getting that benefit as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, look, and the other thing I'd say is anyone that's been to college or university and knows what textbooks cost, at least back in the day, I think, these days, a lot of people, you know, just basically pass around hey. electronic versions of these hey. things. But, yeah, exactly, hey. But back in the day, you know, when I was doing my engineering degree and business degree, each book, mm -hmm. each textbook, right, would cost... And, and by the way, each subject had two or three textbooks, and there are, you know, five, six, seven subjects a year the amount of money we spend on textbooks, right? So this is a textbook for life. Think about it like that. Uh, and the other thing is that um, the work that you and I are doing, Jen, is a full-time job. It is a full-time job for I, two I people. hardly get date so, it's, it's lucky if we get a movie and I'm not... Oh, did you download that movie? <laughs> oh, good. That's juicy. Anyways, yeah, so... So I'm up before you are, and I'm working on everything there. And then I want to rest, and then you wake up, yeah. and you're gung ho and in task mode. So we keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a twenty-four-seven um, uh, cycle of activity, right? Because we're on opposite ends of the planet, so we're mm -hmm. obviously in completely opposite time zones. So it is a twenty-four-seven endeavor, and it is seven days a week. None of us are taking breaks. So this is a full-time job. So um, that's. About all I and, wanted to say and what on you're doing pricing. to these books, Marvin. I mean, I mean, the upgrade that's happening in the poetry book is—he's inspiring me to write poetry again, and he gets annoyed because I write one every morning. And he goes, "We got enough poems." And stuff. <laughs> Did you Play. think enough? Um, yeah, we well, we're upgrading some of them. Yeah. All right. The last thing, very quickly, is um, there is at least one person who has a little. In, I think it's a her bonnet around your bedside manner and the way that you're using harsh vibrations to uh, extract stagnant energy. Can you just, 
And I know a lot of, so those that know you know this and those that have never bothered to fully understand, you know, the magnitude of what you do and then they just comment off, you know, just off the cuff comment. Can you just quickly explain to people yeah. what you're doing and, and why it's in their own interest well, that you do it this way in the private sessions? Well, it's a safety matter for me as well right? because people don't understand what they're doing in energy. They're doing one thing on the surface and that's what they go by and that's the part of them that's sick yeah and led around by disease and everything. And then there's the other part of them in energy that's really yeah. cunning and stuff. So when I'm addressing yeah. them, I yeah. have to toggle. The, the energy work yeah. is the more important stuff. They're not paying me to hold their hand and, oh, baby, you yeah. know, let's have tea. No, they're paying me a lot of money for me to do this for them. So, so yeah. I, I cut it off. And yeah. the harsh vibration of the words is like a scalpel. It's like cutting things off. And when these things are cut off, yep. it, the ego feels hurt because yep. that's what's happening. Yes, we are lobbing yep. big slabs off the ego. Yes, we are. But that's a process to get rid of the dis-ease and everything. Some people yep. need it more. Some people I'm really sweet yep. to. And yep. before you came along, I was yep. out there like anyone could who, like I had yep. to be like really strong because anyone could take me under and then you know, I'd be screwed. So, yeah, yeah. So, so anyone that looked at you sideways, well, you would. Well, I'm such mush. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I've had to be in a big body. Is because anyone who asks me anything, I'll give it away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me, I, I know, know that I know. <laughs> you will give it away. <laughs> it's like you know when. <laughs> Sometimes when people you know offer some services to you and they you know suggest a certain price, you go, "No, nah, that's <laughs> not enough." That was Let's like double it. Over. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, um, so look, so a couple of things to say about the bedside manner comment for those that don't and and haven't bothered to spend the time to really understand it is that you don't do it gratuitously. There is a purpose to it, and in fact, it is in in all of your clients benefit when you do this right so it's and and yes it can be confronting in the moment and i've watched um, a reasonable chunk of your private sessions and thank you to all of those people that allow you to post them up on social media um, i've watched a reasonable chunk of them and yes some of them are confronting now out of um, out of i'd say let's let's say a thousand private sessions that have had this very confronting aspect. I would say that the vast majority, you know, 950 out of a thousand, yeah, so maybe a thousand is too much, you know, a hundred, you know, 95 out of a hundred. Okay, so a very high proportion of the people, even though they might be a little bit hurt and confronted in the moment, by the time the session ends, mm -hmm. they're all light and, you know, whatever, and they're so relieved and grateful. There are a small number yeah. uh, where that um, where they, that didn't that wasn't the outcome. Well, and so, thing, what do you want to say? I, there's no course to take. This is like oh, like picking up sticks and mm -hmm. and 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 stuff around and, and making something out of nothing. So so there's no blueprint for what mm -hmm. I do. I have to like learn as I go, and I think I am learning and becoming. It's easier yeah. for me to toggle like. Perceiving an energy and perceiving the person is like it's two different languages. Yeah. So I have to like chalk and cheese. Yeah. 
Yeah. Chalk and cheese, come on. Chalk <laughs> <laughs> and cheese are not alike, right? <laughs> Correct. I don't know. Anyway. That's usually the way that that works. Just, just, just ask Rebecca, Thank the you, lady Rebecca. that sent you um, the thing. She'll know. And, um, she, she'll know what that means. So, I don't know. I'm cut off with what was I saying? I'm too stuck with because. Um, yeah. So perceiving an energy so and perceiving I'm getting better at, you know, at reining that levels. in and, and being able to hide what I'm doing in energy so it's not so scary and being nice on the surface. Yep. So I'm becoming yep. stronger that way. But yep. but it's a muscle to be that yep. strong. Like I can like people can yep. say, Can you like yeah. do this healing on me? And I can just say, Okay, yes and my parasympathetic nervous system will go and, and send them healing energy and they'll feel it and they'll so there's a strength that I've built up, and it wasn't always that way. I had to, like, keep yeah. it away physically until I got strong enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one thing I've definitely noticed, you know, um, over the months is that you are becoming more um, in in the norm of sort of, boundaries and expectations and and that's going to be useful as we do more and more work with uh, you know people of influence in the business community and, and so on because um, but having said that I don't think you should be apologetic for the uh, the difficult work that you do in you know yeah. uh, scalping off you know core issues and stagnant energy it's um, that's it's that's your job that's what that, you do um... I, you know, I lay everything out on the table, you know, with everything I do, you know, my poems, everything, my my sessions, and for people to not yeah. get it, and it's like, like, yeah. Yeah. I know they don't know better, but it's like, it's disappointing, yeah, because I know they're being mean yeah. to other people, too. So, that's right. So... So one of the reasons why we're recording this episode is to bring attention to the issue and just, you know, um, so people just don't know better. So, that, you know, if, if they're not called on it, then how will they ever know better? Do you know what I mean? And so um, anyway, um, it'd be uh, it's a great conversation. Thanks for letting us have this conversation. It's pretty, um, pretty well, uh, well, it's full and thank frank. Thank you for um, it was a good conversation comfortable enough to trust you to have this because you know a year ago I'd be crying in the corner <laughs> yeah alright thank you so much Jen thank you Gunter, thank you listeners um, be kind, be nice please like, share, subscribe comment um, comment as you will but just comment That's consciously right. please <laughs> if I can make that request and, and just be kind and be nice. There's no, I mean, there's no, and there's no payoff there's no in being nasty. need to be nasty. There's, there really is no payoff. There really isn't. It's just... So, come on, people. Thank you so much. Um, uh, look forward to uh, the next episode. And I'm looking... I'll oh give you God. a further we update show on the veggie the schematics is so cute. For now. So cute. Intricate. <laughs> I've I've found a uh, design uh, software that does a better job than my hand drawing one, and it schedules out all of the plantings and the seasons and when to sow and when to 
went to uh, plant out and went to harvest and Wait, you know what that was to hand, sit next to it. That was hand drawn. It's a science. It was so perfect, Marvin. I did. I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, I'm just using PowerPoint. But no, what I'm trying to say is that I found a piece of software that is specifically designed for designing vegetable gardens. Oh, yeah. And by the way, yeah, it's a like, veggie patch. When I got, you get so funny when I call it a garden. We're not having flowers. No, a veggie patch. I got to get used <laughs> no, to all this lingo. Patch. It's like learning another language going to Oz. I, I know. Know. I've got a lot of lot to teach you. All right. Thank you so much again, Jen, Gunter, um, the listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, be now. nice, and bye for now. to me, talk to me, talk to me.